being led to a place where we can say, it is well with my soul. The song was penned as a husband and father passed by the memorial that nature itself had made. Here was the spot that his family had drowned in the North Atlantic. There would be no roadside cross, no place to leave a bouquet near the tree a loved one died near. In the cold wind and waves of this ocean graveside, the words began to come. When peace like a river attends my way, when sorrows like sea billows blow, whatever my lot, you have taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. There is a place along the journey to faith where the waves are allowed to wash over us and the onslaught of a dark wind keeps us from sleep at night. We worry, we cry out, and we wonder until we realize He's teaching me here until I have learned. Whatever my lot, I have found the way to know it is well with my soul. It has been noted in recovery programs that you can't think your way out of the great trials of life. You have to obey your way out of them. Jesus didn't take the disciples into a classroom. He took them out on the road. To overcome and find inner peace with ourselves and our world, we need to recognize when God is taking us out of the classroom and into on-the-job training. There is a place in God that cannot be found in a sermon. It only prepares us with the tools needed for the pathway we are about to face. It's not with knowledge, right doctrine, or the classroom teaching that we will find the ability and authority to stave off the onslaught that assails the deep parts of the souls of men and nations. We are often like the fishermen who had learned well their craft. They had also the great privilege of knowing the scriptures from the one who had penned them. These disciples heard the Sermon on the Mount with their own ears. They saw the words come from the lips of the one whom the angels had proclaimed was the long-awaited Messiah, the Anointed One, the Savior of the world. They had even seen Jesus perform the miracles that his words of authority had uttered to the crowds. They had the first-hand experience of watching entire crowds of people being healed. It would seem that, armed with the truth and established with the demonstration of the power behind all of their knowledge, they would now be ready for whatever life brought them. They were trained by the best. Jesus was a living Bible college, and they had the degree guaranteeing they had arrived at the truth. But learning to apply the truth in action is what was yet missing, and it's what gives us true authority that really works. See them stand this early evening on the shore of the Galilean Sea. Who would stop them? They could defeat anything after such amazing learning had taken place. The clouds on the horizon are building. The wind is beginning to pick up, and yet they find their teacher telling them to get into the boat. No, they say. We've lived on the sea all our lives, and it's dangerous. A storm is coming. Get in the boat, Jesus says. When God is sending us into this boat, we usually don't have a clue that it's a teaching boat or that he's leading us 
or that there is even danger ahead. And often, after it's morning and the storm has come and we've somehow survived, we still have a hard time accepting that God led us to this place. We must have just missed God somewhere, we say. But if we're wise, by the end of our days, we'll have learned that God did indeed lead us to get into that boat. And he wasn't interested in doing some night fishing, nor did he care about getting to the other side of the water. The writer begins his famous words to the hymn, It is well with my soul. I've listened to it usually several times a day for the past five months. But today, for the very first time, after listening to its message over 300 times, it hit me. It was the unmistakable voice of God, the voice that you can only hear when your soul has learned to get quiet. Whatever my lot, you have taught me to say, it is well with my soul. The teaching makes boot camp seem like a Sunday school picnic. There's fear, despair, and even anguish. There's second-guessing, stress, and doubts that rise up like poisonous snakes that have been hibernating. I've listened to the song, being led of the Lord to use that as a prayer, that each of my girls would be able to sing that song at the end of their days on earth. It is well with my soul. It is the goal of my intercession for them. But now, this was for me, a golden nugget of truth that came out of the exercise of obedient and blessed worship. It whispered to me, I have been teaching your soul in the deepest parts of every dark corner, in every fear, and in every remnant of pride that lies there, to declare with the greatest assurance that it is indeed well with your soul. You have learned something of the great liberty of being able to live it, taste it, touch it, and know it, that no matter what dark prison surrounds your life, you have learned to say with utmost integrity, it absolutely is well with my soul. Many have armed themselves with the untested weapons that King David's brothers first put on him. Wear these weapons of warfare, David, and you could slay the giant Goliath. They had certainty written on their classroom degree that their faith could bring a win. But then David and Centuries later, the disciples came to the place where eternal memories are made. For the disciples, it's the evening seashore, and God is bidding them to get into the boat. But when nightfall is upon them and the seas are washing over the boat and their faith has quickly been washed from sight, they finally come to the place of finding Jesus. <laughs> the first time it happened, he was asleep in the boat. You know what it's like. The heavens seem like brass. It seems like God's not paying attention. But the next time, when he does show up, he scares the daylights out of them. Again, he didn't stop the storm because of their fear. Where's your faith? Why did you doubt? They had the wrong expectations of their faith, for one thing. It wasn't intended to keep them from the storm. Why is it that we think we missed God's leading somehow when the storms do come? Or we think that we must have sinned, but no, 
There are times when he is teaching us something that can only be taught in the storm. To rebuke it before it arrives and washes our boat out to sea would not be a victory for the will of God at all. Why is this happening to me? We have to stop thinking that faith will remove us from every storm or there's something wrong with our faith. To say it is well with our soul is not intended to be dependent upon the circumstances of our lives, and the only way that God can get us past that is if we let Him teach us to sing, Whatever my lot, you have taught me to say, it is well with my soul. Yes, the storms come to show us our unbelief, that we aren't as ready as we thought we were, but remember, David removed the armor that was born from human confidence for human armor used to establish the will of God won't work. He was weighted down and decided to take it off and use the weapon he was used to, a sling. But it wasn't his confidence in the sling either. It was his confidence in God to take care of him. He had learned to be at peace in battle, and now he would need that peace to guide his arm. Nervous tension would have been dangerous, just like the quarterback attempting to throw the winning touchdown with five seconds left in the game, or the long shot from half-court at the buzzer. Don't choke! Listen, God is working to make you that firebrand plucked from the blaze, tempered with the certain assurance that no matter what happens, you already have the reward of the glorious presence of God. His spirit coursing through your soul has even burst out and is giving life to your body. You're not to look for the glorious parting of the clouds or the thunder of the giant falling to the earth. It's the glory of God in your soul that you found through the sifting until the chaff of pride and the hidden motives that required the deliverance of the flesh have been silenced. Your soul is stilled upon the life that is above. You need nothing more, and it is this faith that the psalmist was talking about when he said, You will never be put to shame. Whether it be a nation, or a single person living in the hard places of life, we will never learn to say, It is well with my soul, in a classroom. We simply can't think our way out of our deepest problems. Applying the things that we believe are true only becomes effective as God brings us along in some dark valleys. He's not against us or trying to hurt us, but to help us apply His power.